Hi sister, welcome to Women's Collective Consciousness Podcast. I'm Ririn Febrianti, I'm your host for this podcast, also a founder of Women's Collective Consciousness, a mother, menstrual cycle coach, and a lover of embodying movement based in Melbourne, Australia. My dharma and my purpose in this world is to empower women to remember and reclaim their power of the wisdom and the magic as a cyclical being through a juicy conversation around women's cycle, health, wellness, and well-being. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the tradition custodian of this land where I record this podcast. I pay my respect to the elders past, present, and future. I also like to acknowledge to everyone who is listening to this podcast and my hopes for every woman who is listening to this podcast to always remember that you are belonging being a woman in your skin, in your body, in your temple, doesn't matter what stage of life you are in. Mm, Alrighty, sister, I am really excited for today because this is our part two woman cycle um, conversation. Well, it's not really conversation, it's just me talking, but uh, it's a really something I'm really, really passionate about. So it's got lots of things going on here, but First of all, as usual, let's do some cycle check-in. I am on day nine of my cycle. So I'm just finished my bleeding and then I start to get this feeling good hormone. The alpha leader hormone start to kick in. So if you're listening to our part one woman cycle um, and then you start to perhaps since then start to do some cycle check-in or perhaps start to tracking your cycle. Uh, so you know this energy is just like that spring uh, energy, right? So that where we are now actually in Australia, we are now in spring. So this energy like uh, the flowers start to blooming, start to sprouting and you know like the fruit and the veggie garden you start to seeding that um tomato seed you know like uh, if you are gardening um like i do i love to having my tomatoes at least in the garden and then some strawberries maybe some zucchini and then all this fresh veggie mm. Make me hungry, just think about Fiji. Uh, anyway, so this is where I am. I am in nice energy of uh, exploring and open up that door to really just being open to the new opportunities and then start planning my life uh, and my way already. Um. The reason why I made this part two because I got lots of um, emails and DMs and then said, oh, that wasn't enough what I was sharing last time with you guys. Um, it's I know it's a big topic. I know it cannot be just in like half an hour you know, like podcasts and then, oh, yes, I know where I am in my cycle and then I know how sold I feel. And then again, if you are and you start 
tracking your cycle from months to months, the energy is different from cycle to cycle. It's different feeling. There is no expectation, actually. I know it's like when I mention where I am now, I'm in this like energy of spring. But someone, some people is just feeling like, oh, I'm not ready to get out of my cocoon. I still want to be in my menstrual cage, right? Um, and that's okay, right? It's just that you gotta honor your body you gotta honor yourself but for today i'm gonna unraveling few things first is what is hormone because i if you're going back to the last episode of the woman's cycle and this we got five different hormones right and then but Perhaps it's not clear what is hormone. And then I'm also going to focus into just the three hormones for today's episode. Um, there is five hormones in our cycle, but um, I'm just going to focus with the three for today. So it's not overwhelming. I also, as I promised with you guys, I'm going to unraveling this framework of inner season. Perhaps you already mentioned. Uh, perhaps I'm already mentioned it earlier. Where I am now is that that spring energy, right? And then this is what we're gonna explore for today. And also, of course, I'm gonna answer your question here that you have sent me through emails. And then let's dig in. Alrighty. First, what is hormones? Hormones are a chemicals messenger that regulate metabolic function of the cell in our body. Hormones level can be influenced by the factor of stress, infection, change in balance or fluid or mineral in the blood. Also, depending where you are in the stage of life, might be just in... Um, you know, like postpastor, maybe your hormone is a little bit out of a whack, right? Or maybe you're in the perimenopause. The last episode when we're talking about with Hannah Brown, you know, like she's explaining these uh, hormones. There is similar when in perimenopause with premenstrual phase, right? Um, and then also your diet, your lifestyle, your sleep. It's so many things that impact our hormone levels. Um, and as I mentioned, we're going to focus with the three hormones for today. We're going to focus into the alpha hormone, the estrogen. And then you want to focus on the progesterone, that feeling good hormone. And then we're also going to talk about testosterone. As I mentioned, we do have testosterone, but not as much as male does. And testosterone is really, really important for ovulation, for libido, and then just that kicking energy in ovulation. All right. We are a cyclical being. We're moving from season to season, from phase to phase. And then as a woman, we do have that um, 28 days cycle. Your... 20 days at cycle is again changing. 
it's not always 28 days. I know we're talking about that 28 days, but some women have a longer cycle or shorter cycle. I got this, um, uh, my client asking, why I haven't got my period yet. This is my diet 28. And then I actually making real about this uh, on my Instagram. First of all, women have 28 day cycle is the average number, okay? It's just the average number. So it's so easier for example, like me as a menstrual cycle coach, it's easier for me to explaining it. Because if you're thinking about 28 day cycle, so it's seven days, you're menstrual phase seven days of your next phase seven days of uh, ovulation and then um you know like seven days and a week three and a week four you know so you want to thinking about that divided the 28 to four week which is it's not four weeks but let's just put it in that nuts shell for now it's just easier um as i mentioned it's not all women have 28 die cycle I certainly don't. Uh, if you do have a longer follicular phase, it is important to note that you can have longer cycle or maybe even a shorter cycle if you have shorter follicular phase. Now, I want to apologize here on my last episode. I was saying it about a longer little, so apologies there. That is the little phase is actually the one is not changing okay so even if you do have shorter or longer it's actually the follicular phase is the one is um changing now the length of the menstrual cycle is varies from woman to woman but the average menstrual cycle is about 20 Five to 30 days but it can be shorter as 21 days or longer than 35 days it's different from woman to woman and again the number of the days of your cycle might also vary from month to month from cycle to cycle depending on your diet your stress lack of sleep and lifestyle might be traveling and when you get your period it's normal to bleed anywhere from two to seven days um we're gonna touch uh, a bit here about the follicular and little face because i got this uh email asking hi ray i am a little bit confused here about the follicular and little face because in your instagram you also mentioned about pre-ovulation and pre menstruation so if you listen to the last podcast i want you to put it just this way pre-ovulation is your follicular phase pre-menstruation is your little phase what is the reason why i put it into follicular and little phase rather than saying pre-ovulation or pre-menstrual phase it's just because easier for someone new to having four different names rather than pre-menstruation or pre-ovulation. Even though we know, you know, like it's just before the ovulation or after, you know, like uh, before the menstruation, right? Uh, where is this coming from? I was 
really inspired by In the Flow book that is from Alisa Fritti. That is the first book that I read that it was mentioning differently rather than using the um, pre-ovulation or pre-menstruation. Uh, but of course, when I learned from uh, my teacher, Claire Becker, is pre-ovulation and pre-menstruation. Now I'm going to go a little bit deep in here. Follicular and little phase is actually two different phase. So if you want to think about the circle, you divide it by two. All right. Your first part is your follicular phase. The second part is your little phase. This is coined by Red School. Uh, and then there is another book recommendation is The Wild Power, if you like to go deeper with this one. Now that you have your follicular phase and little phase, remember again, if we put it in the average categories of 20 dice cycle, we got 14 dice in follicular phase and then 14 dice of little phase. So you want to thinking about die 1 to die 14 is your follicular phase and then die 14 to, sorry, die 15 to die 28 is your little phase. As I mentioned before, if you do have longer cycle or shorter cycle, it's not the little phase is the one is changing, but it's actually the follicular Face is the one is changing. Why? Because if you moving back into the last episode when I mentioned about ovulation, the ovulatory phase, I was mentioning about you know like either you ovulated around if you do have twenty eight day cycle around like 12, 13, 14, or maybe even sixteen. Now once you ovulation, the egg is released and then that's it. It's like kitchen clothes, right? <laughs> Egg is released and then no more chance of pregnant, pretty much. And then it's just like that after the egg release, you got that from, let's just say, die 15 to die 28. It's not changing the cycle. But you never know when you're going to ovulate. But you know, once you ovulate, if you're doing your menstrual cycle charting, maybe from uh, after at least three months, you start to notice when you ovulate it because you got the sign. If you do your basal body temperature check every morning, you got that um, kicking little kick in, uh, after ovulate, and then your body temperature is going up little higher and then when I say higher it's probably like 0.2 from that also some women feel a little kick on one side of the ovaries I have feeling that many times um and then yeah this is when also the energy is kicking so you got that testosterone is kick uh the book said the book said 
every ovulation or not every ovulation, but you know, on your on your ovulation, it's your libido is going high. You're feeling like in the summer phase, right? But if you know the summer in Australia, you got Christmas, you got New Year, you got school holiday, five wedding in four weeks that you have to attend, parties, baby shower, you know, like and all this thing is going on. It's heated, guys. It's hot. It's feeling really burned out sometimes and sometimes summer here can hit 40 and it's just really hot right so maybe you don't feel like summer is actually great and that's okay right it's just feeling mm, a little bit overwhelming and it might be if you can check yourself how do you feel before this phase, before the summer, how are you coming out of your cocoon in your bleeding phase? Are you resting enough? Are you nourishing yourself enough? Are you actually running from the menstrual phase and then go straight away into that follicular phase? So short answer for, you know, like why do, why I use the term of follicular and little face um in the pre-ovulation and pre-menstrual phase it's just because it's different time it's just easier for me to talk to clients um if they are new in their journey of menstrual cycle because otherwise i have to go really deeper and then some people can be really overwhelming by this and again, there is no right, no wrong. It's just my point of view. And then this is just the way I share it. But if you guys want to go deeper, again, this is the episode for it. And then this is the answer, you know. Um, and let's go move on from here. Another question. Ray, can you explain about the inner season? And then I think I will really like this. Okay. I know it's lots of um, women's love, the inner season framework because they can relate with the season, especially if you do living in the four different season countries. This is really exciting, right? Because it's just that, yeah, I feel it. Yes, I know how it feel in winter. Yes, I know how it feel in spring, summer, and autumn. From here. So the season framework is just a framework to, again, check in with how are you feeling? Because we are moving, we are actually reflecting from the season, from the moon and the elements. Uh, and then for today, I'm just going to explain to you guys about the, that inner season framework. First, you got your menstrual phase. Remember I will put it that framework, let's just say from day one until you finish splitting. Whenever is that? Maybe five days, maybe six, maybe seven. And then from that is your winter phase. Remember, how's that feel? How's that feel in winter? It's cold. Yeah, oh yeah, very cold. What do you want to do? Hot chocolate on your 
hands, really, like a cup of hot chocolate, right, to warm you up, and lots of chocolate, of course. Um, and then what do you want to do? Really just snuggle around, get the blankets, and the heater is on, Netflix, and just chill. And then that's what we want to do in our menstrual phase. When you are bleeding, your energy is low. Remember that the three hormones, we're going to focus on those three hormones, as I mentioned. You got that three hormones is all in the lowers. You got your estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone is everything the lowers here in your menstrual phase. Once you moving from that winter, you're moving into spring phase just after you finish bleeding. How does that feel? Uh, I feel like... I can see the sun shine out the windows and then it's make me feel, huh, all right, let's just put my leggings on and then my runners. I might just gonna go running around the block and then just, you know, like soak into the winter, um, not the winter, into the spring sun, right? So that sun energy is just really what is drawing us to get out of the bed, get out from our safety blanket because, you know, you just want to explore because that's what people do in spring. They want to explore. They want to try new things. They want to try new food. After so many pumpkin soup in winter, you probably get sick of it. So now is the time to try something else like, I don't know, sandwich, smoothies um, because you got that energy. And then this spring energy from this, you remember from your estrogen is start to rise. So this is again, the estrogen is like the alpha leader. This is why I call it the alpha hormone because this is the one is leading the spring. This is like the sun, right? That the sun out of the window when you are just lying on your bed and then you was sneak out, oh, the sun is out there. All right, let's start to put my runners on because that is the leader is there, the hormone, the estrogen is there. So this is what drawn you to get up, get, get up in the morning and then start to planning things. Oh, maybe I want to go to do some reformer today. And then because I'm feeling great, right? Um, you got that energy. And then from here, we're moving into that summer phase, right? This is when you ovulate. Again, it can be like 12, 13, 14, 16, just depend, depend when your egg is ready to release. Um, again, ovulation, Some sometimes we not ovulate and then it's just happened, right? Maybe there is not enough diet, not enough nutrition. It's lots of different factors there, but I'm not going to go too deep there. Um, and then when you're thinking about the ovulation or the ovulatory phase, this is when the energy is going high because remember, you got that testosterone. Again, remember the testosterone is the libido hormone. Let's just say <laughs> libido hormone because it's really what is driving you to having sex, to feel that pleasure and really feeling like open to your partner or your mates and then it's just like oh yes come here baby <laughs> and it's not it's not last long guys so 
again, if you feel like, oh, yeah, it's summer for three months, you know, like, uh, but it's feel just like, oh, it's already gone because, you know, like you just keep moving because when it's summer, you can attending to that <laughs> five different weddings and then the baby shower and all that stuff, you know, um, all parties or, you know, like there's so many going on in summer. So you might start to feel meh. It's just already passed. It's just like that. One phase is gone. But it's important to reclaim that energy of summer. You want to see how is your mind is going here. Because when we're busy, we sometimes forgot. We forgot to really celebrate ourselves to feeling that pleasure to feeling that temple of ours and then sometimes it's just so busy running around doing all the checklists to-do list and then we forgot to slow it down so if you are in the summer phase I invite you to breathe a little deeper and then just notice just notice how am I feeling mm. All right. Again, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, um, some woman doesn't feel great in ovulation. Some woman is just doesn't feel great in summer because it's too overwhelming. Because you got that estrogen is high, high at the top as well, that kick of the testosterone, and then you might just feeling blood, right? After all the five weddings, it's just like, no, I don't want to do anything else. I'm just tired. And then that's okay. I want you to honor that. Just lie on the couch and then grab that ice cream and then scoop it up and just relax. Um, also, this is something maybe you can work on. For a little while, I wasn't really being friend with the summer face and then I was looking up what is bothering me in ovulation why am I feeling burning out in like almost few different months every ovulation I feel burning out so when I was seeing on the opposite side of the cycle which is my menstrual face I was rest I was resting a lot because my Period is really very short period. Maximum is four days. So pretty much from day one, I'm always, you know, like having like rest a lot for at least three days. Not cooking, not doing much, you know, like and then if I can have some cover at work, I will. Um, and, you know, it's just really like chilling in. So why am I still burning out in the peak of my ovulation and what I found out was from my when I finished my bleeding I was running too fast so I'm not learning I did not learn how to walk but I just all right I get up from the bed and I start running without warm-up and then of course your calf is going to be tight and then you know like your hamstring and then all this muscle and your knee joint is not warming up right so when you're thinking about you all right you're sleeping on your winter but 
you just run straight away and then you forgot to start learn how to warming up your joint, your muscle, and then start to warming up and just start to walking first, right? Just like a baby. The baby is crawling first and then walking, and then they can start running when they are a toddler, which is we can't catch the baby anymore because they become toddler and just running around. Um, so you just want to be finding that why. Why am I feeling this way? But if that is not related, you know, like if you're still feeling burning out every ovulation, maybe they're sinking a little deeper. Maybe some hormone imbalance. Maybe you need to check with your health professional, you know, like your GP or your gynecologist or your dietitian, checking your thyroid, your ovaries, and, you know, like lots of different things here is going on. It's very complicated, but, you know, like I'm not going to make it so complicated. But if you do feeling in one phase, for example, this is the summer phase is burning out, just check in with yourself if you have enough resting in your menstrual phase in the winter or if you are coming out from the winter and then run away and then forgot how to walk or warm up your joint. Um, so on that leading day, let's move on from here. We got our autumn phase. Autumn phase is, oh, autumn, autumn. You got that rap here, baby. This is the autumn phase when most of women say, oh, I got my PMS. So you know, I'm going to get my period soon because I can really feel my boobs tender and crampy and then my joint is stiffy and then, you know, like I'm grumpy of my partner and my kids just because they are existing and they are breeding. Their breeding is just really annoying. I mean, who can't relate with that? I'm pretty sure you have one of that experience, right? Um, and the autumn phase... This is when the testosterone goes back down. And then also our estrogen, the alpha leader, starts to decrease. And guess who is coming here? Yes, the progesterone starts to arise a little bit higher because we do want it. We do want it just to come in the autumn phase because that energy of feeling good that hormone is make us feeling good now some women when they have like boob tenderness stiffy joint moodiness pms symptom and then they start saying oh i got my estrogen is dominated but looking back i mean like yes estrogen is can be dominated i mean like depending if you check with your hormone if you're doing your blood test you can check from there uh, i really really interesting about how can you nourish your progesterone a little bit more so i'm not really looking at the estrogen dominated but i really interesting how can you nourish your progesterone some woman is has really strict diet and then they might don't have enough carbs in this autumn phase right as i mentioned from the last podcast if you check 
in if you're doing your diet, your meal prep, if you do maybe have about 150 grams carbs in your um, diet, in your spraying and ovulation phase, you do want to have a little bit more, maybe even double up. So you might like have 250 or 300 uh, cups in your autumn phase. And then you want to nourishing this energy, you might have a little bit more glucose. When I say glucose, is not a full block of a milk bar. <laughs> when I say glucose here, it's sugar intake from maybe a fruit. Right? I mean, like if you do want a chocolate, who doesn't? I still honor my craving and my desire, of course. I still have a chocolate. Um, you know, like it's just that having enough for your progesterone to, to go a little bit higher. And then this is also the, I would say, bad time for bad bad time for partying and drinking in this space because if you notice if you're ever feeling that boob tenderness or you're feeling that cramps in your core this is maybe your alcohol intake or maybe you don't have enough fluid so you might not drinking enough water so it's just depend depending on your um diet your lifestyle again honor this space is really a great time because um if you're listening to the last podcast when i'm talking about the perimenopause and the pms with Hannah brown this is really explaining how that relationship between the perimenopause and the premenstrual phase or your autumn phase here and then this is like ah uh, you know, like celebrating. So when you're thinking about after summer, right? After all the summer is done, oh, finally it's autumn. Finally, everything starts slowing down, hopefully. Um, and then you want to also thinking about harvest. So the garden was, the tomato garden was really lots, lots of tomatoes. There lots of fruit there. You want to start to harvesting, right? Because there's not much sun, the trees start to, you know, like start to going down. What do you want to do? You pick it, you pick it all this fruit, right? You pick the tomatoes, the zucchini, the cucumber, whatever there is in your garden, you start to harvesting everything. Put it under the side. Maybe you start to also preparing for winter, right? So this is when the time, all right, I've got so many tomatoes. I mean, like I got three buckets or tomatoes here in autumn and then i'm not gonna cook it all or eat it all so what am i gonna do i'm gonna start crunch it the tomato put it in a freezer bag and then have it in winter when i want to make some casserole that's the same thing with the autumn phase what do you do you harvesting that energy okay and also that celebrating energy what you want to reflect reflect what what did i come out from this cycle what have i achieved so far this is also that reflection phase when you want to check in what have i been accomplished so far and then from here of course we 
are cyclical beings. So we started all over again. You start getting your bleeding, you're going back into that winter phase, you're going back into your cocoon, your blankets, and then you're moving again into spring when the sun is starting to rise, get up from the bed, and then start walking, don't run. <laughs> and then you got that summer phase when you might like to start to running. And then you got the autumn phase when you start to, again, slow it down. Maybe you start walking again. And then you come home and again, winter phase is arise. You start to bleeding. You're going back into your bed. Grab the block of chocolate if you like. And then just start to resting with your blanket, with your Netflix, wherever is that feel right for you. And just rest. So hopefully that is resonate with you and then hopefully that is answering your question about that inner season um and yeah it's really really nice to just unraveling these four different season and as always if you do like to know more or you not like to start learning how to do your cycle chart, you know you can always download our free guide for menstrual cycle chart in our website. There is www.womanscollectiveconsciousness.com and I'm always love to answering all your curiosity and questions. So as always, if you like to just send me a DM on my Instagram, you can always find me underscore Ririn Fabrianti underscore. Um, also, maybe on our Instagram of Women's Collective Consciousness, uh, I always open up to answering any question uh, or any topic that you like me to cover in this podcast any other than that as you know it i'm always evolving and i'm always learning so ladies please leave us a review and then you have a wonderful day thank you beautiful